Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric, and I am the other host, Michael. How's it going? It's been a while. It's uh, it's only been what a like five, six weeks since we've done a show. So it feels longer than that. I guess because we just have done it so often, you know, for so long that eventually. When we take like a hiatus, it feels like a half a year. <laughs> I, I, well, especially nowadays. At least for me, I know. Yeah, I know for you it probably hasn't because you've been dealing with baby and all kinds of chaos. But you yeah, know, for me it's like, you know, it's my my time frame is a little bit different than yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, well, yeah, I mean, I've been pretty busy, you know, just work, dealing with the kiddo, and you know, just the family stuff in general, man. It's just trying to get everything all the ducks in a row as they say for the wife gets started back up at work and everything and um with the for the people who don't realize since eric moved to minnesota like we really don't talk unless we're doing the show so i haven't talked to him since like the last show other than a couple text messages and a couple maybe like facebook posts or something so i was just telling him you know the wife had to get a new job and all this stuff so i'm kind of going through that nonsense right now while she gets acclimated and gets orientated to her new position and everything and yeah like i told eric it's uh the baby's not the hard part it's all the minutiae surrounding the baby that just kind of kicks you in the balls and um you know while we actually the week after we did our last show would have been our five-year anniversary so we've been doing this for a long time and you know i think the longest break we ever took was about three weeks or so so you know we just we need a little time off. We need, I, and I, like I said, I, I had a couple of uh, you guys out there reach out to us on Twitter and ask us if we'd stop the show or given up or whatever. And I was like, no, it's just, it's baby's fault. I'll blame the baby for this one. So <laughs> that's the way it goes, man. Now, I'm not saying we caused any of it, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's been a lot of shit going on since we've been on the hiatus. I- we've had what three hurricanes <laughs> mexico's gotten a couple of earthquakes mm-hmm. had the largest mass shooting in u.s history well uh recent u.s history yeah you know minus indians and stuff like that <laughs> um yeah uh what the fuck else i can't even remember there's so much shit that has been happening it's fucking crazy yeah i mean i and uh yeah doesn't seem to be getting any better <laughs> No, and you know what, and that's another reason why I kind of, because, you know, Eric reached out to me a couple weeks ago, and he's like, hey, you want to do a show? I was like, eh, yeah, but 
you know, I wanted to kind of pause. I, I think I needed a little bit of a reset because I know the last few shows you were doing, I was kind of like, I was kind of getting to the point where I'm like, man, I just, because I mean, everybody knows we tried to avoid talking about Trump for at least the first half of the show every time. That was like our goal. It's like, well, at least, you know, go the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes and not mention the fucker before, because it's such a beat down what's going on in this country. And I, uh, that shooting, not to get into that too much right off the bat, but like I was watching... Um, all the late night comedians and the different shows, you know, Daily Show, Kim, all them, and they're all doing their bits on it. And it was like, you know, they it's the same thing. You know, they talk about the, con- the Congress doesn't do shit, and all they do is offer up thoughts yep. and prayers every time. And it's the same song and dance every time we have one of these. Yep. And, I mean, we said it on the show. Big bag of nothing. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, and we said it after Sandy Hook. It's like, if that wasn't going to change things, nothing ever will. It's just yeah. like... Little kids getting mowed down. Yeah. Pulse happens. You know, they double the body count on Sandy Hook. Uh, this happens. I mean, it doesn't double it. It barely, you know, but still, just with the... You add in all the injuries and the just the the way that this went off. It. I mean, it's like... I was listening to all of them. They all give their little speeches and everything, and I agree with everything they say, but then um, I don't know if you watch this or if you've seen it, but our old pal, uh, friend of the show, Jim Jeffries, has a show on Comedy Central now, and mm-hmm. he had the best one. Like, his show started, that like uh, it was just like a couple nights after it happened, and he's sitting at his desk, and he's like, I know you all expect me to you know, give some kind of a talk or lecture about this, the, the gun issue and everything. He's like, I'm not going to do it. He goes, if you guys follow me, you've heard my comedy he goes, you know where I stand. And he's like, there's nothing to say. He's like, we had a situation where, you know, dozens of children were murdered. Nothing happened. He had the nightclub. Nothing happened. He goes, nothing's going to happen this time. He goes, this is America. This is the way it is. He goes, so there's nothing to say. And I'm just like, yeah, that was the best one because that's yep. exactly right. What's the point of making all these speeches and calling out Congress? That nothing's going to happen. Nothing's ever going to happen. So Nope, definitely not. Because the terrorist organization known as the NRA has their hands in so many pockets yep. that they don't let anything get passed. I know they're like, we're considering uh, negotiations about the bump stock, and it's like, what you're considering <laughs> yeah i like that oh well, wow but man you guys are really it's, it's funny like yeah it's, it, it's this weird mentality like gun owners think like the nra is um you know for them you know oh, they're in it for rights and freedom it's like no they're in it to sell guns yeah they can't sell a lot of guns if there's restrictions on guns. How do you guys not understand that? And I, <laughs> like that? Their whole goal is to make sales bigger. So they manufacture these fucking crazy-ass ideas like Obama's going to take your guns away yeah, and all this other dumb shit and give you those nice little off-one-liners. The only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And I still heard it on the radio today. Mm-hmm. On NPR, they were, they were talking about it, and they're talking about the identity of freedom in America with gun ownership. And they had, you know, both sides of the story calling in and saying they're whatever. But they had, you know, one guy called, and he's like, yeah, I'm a concealed carry 
and he's like, you know, uh, it takes cops so long to get there that, you know, I can stop something if it happens right then and there. It's like, whoa, first off, there's no fucking way you're going to be able to do it because those are trained professionals and they still fuck up. Yeah. You're not trained. You're not fucking stopping shit. You will freak the fuck out or hurt more people, you dumb fuck. And then <laughs> and then the, the uh, host chimed in. And she's like, well, how would that have helped you in Vegas? <laughs> and he's like, well, you can't open carry rifles, so I, I wouldn't have been able to do anything if I was down in the crowd. Don't, but didn't think if I was in the hotel... Yeah, if he's yeah, in the he hotel. He somehow had... Yeah, he somehow had it in his head that if he if he was in the hotel, uh-huh. he would be able to identify where it was coming from uh-huh. and be able to stop him before the police. Just like, it's the like su- you insane yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah. Just like the paid train security that the hotel had that tried to get in the room and one of them got shot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, but but no, this guy would have stopped. No, it. that that whole yeah, that whole good guy <laughs> with a gun doesn't mean shit. Because they've proven it time and time again. They've done these case studies where they put people in rooms and put them in a stressful scenario where mm-hmm. an open gun is coming into the uh, into to the room or wherever they are, and they can't even draw their weapon because they're so fucking freaked out. Yeah, I... Can't I, even draw their weapon. It gets, like, stuck in their shirt, or they can't even get the safety off before they're fucking dead. I mean, I that see... That is a hollow fucking argument. Needs to go away. And they always bring up that, like, anytime there is a case. And, I mean, there are cases where someone actually who is carrying a gun stops something from happening. I mean, it's very rare. It's rare. They do the percentages and on it's it. Usually because, and it's usually because the person with the gun has their back turned towards them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it never happens. But if you look at the percentages, like, I mean, this is no quantity. Like I said, it's not worth going over again, but... You know, people who have guns in their homes, you know, you buy a handgun, the chances are, you know, what, uh, I can't remember, like, they do, not just percentage-wise, they do, like, you're, like, a hundred and so many times more likely yeah. that you'll shoot yourself it's, or as a family member than, yep, you, it's, you know, actually yep. be able to protect yourself. It's like the, the risk-reward... Overwhelmingly, <laughs> it's going to be turned against you as opposed to you turning it against an intruder. It's just, yeah, it's just so not worth it. But, I mean, you know, I, it, look, I, I've... We've said this before, like, I mean, if it was up to me, I'd like to just get rid of guns, period, because I just think it'd be easier, but you can't do that. And because of that, it's like, well, okay, let's get rid of all the assault rifles. That's that's to be a pretty easy one. Um, you know, let's make sure that everybody has to purchase safety locks for their firearms, you know, if you're going to have them. You have to go through so much training, get licensed uh, probably like a driver's license, like every four or five, whatever years, yeah. you know, states can dictate whatever they want. You go back, you go to a range, prove that you're proficient with your weapon, you know how to clean it, you know, that you could pass a safety test, and then you get your license reissued. That's fine. And if they want to do that, I'm all for that. I don't love it, but you know what? Okay. You know, I do believe nothing. in yeah, I do believe in freedoms, and then you know, and if you want to carry a rifle, people hunt, and it's legitimate. I'm fine with that. My father used to own, you know, six or seven rifles. I mean, he didn't have any goddamn AK-47s and AR-15s, but, you know, he had like 30-odd six and a twenty-two, and, you know, hunting rifles <laughs> that he actually went out and hunted with. Um, I mean, I, I, I got no problem with that. And I heard a statistic I've never heard before after this shooting where they're talking about, you know, people complaining about, you know, taking guns away and shit, like you said, and... They said that 
like three percent of people own like fifty percent of the guns. I've never heard that statistic before. I'm like, God damn, dude! Think about that. You know, three percent of the population. I think it's a little bit higher than that, but um, but yeah, it's the gun ownership as far as the individual is declining in America, but the amount of guns that gun owners do have is increasing exponentially. Yeah, and they said that over it was. I'm not going to get the exact percentage right on this. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was like 77% of people, or maybe a 72. I think it's 72% of people don't even own guns. So you're talking three-fourths of the country yeah. people don't, which pretty much most of the people I know don't own weapons. So to me, that's that seems legitimate. Uh, but the, it's funny because the people who do own them that I know do own a fucking ton of guns. I've got a cousin. He's yep. like one of the few that I know that own weapons. And that dude has like a fucking like 20 guns. And it's like, why? You can barely feed your family, asshole. Yeah. But you got all these guns. It's like the, <laughs> the, you know, and then the other argument is, uh, well, you know, uh, if the gun turn or if the government turns tyrannical, then I'm able to defend myself. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you're not. Yeah, they have tanks. Yeah, they tanks. have fucking Apache Tomahawk missiles. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you ain't fucking. You are not winning that argument. <laughs> I saw the government will squash you in a heartbeat before you're even able to pick your gun up. You dumb fuck. That was uh, that was something else I heard someone say. I can't take credit for this. I wish I could because this is genius. But they're talking about the same fucking people who stand up and bitch about you know NFL players kneeling at the flag and, you know, stand up for conservatism because they back our constitution and they love our government and stuff are the ones that want to hoard guns because they're afraid our government's going to kill them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I never heard anybody put it like that before, but I heard some guy say this and I'm like, fucking genius. I go, that is so right, you know. Yeah. The the other good one is, um, you know, if you take the sentence of, uh, well... If you take guns away, only the bad guys will have guns, and mm-hmm. you're taking away the freedoms of the good guys. That's true. It's like, well, let's replace that with drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now where's your argument? Okay, let's replace that with abortion. Okay, so now where's your argument? Like, that's so fucking stupid. You're pretty much saying <laughs> that guns, yeah, fine. Everybody needs guns, but... Drugs? No, we need to regulate those. Wait, no. That if you take your argument and flip it, then we should legalize drugs because it's not going to stop the bad guys from getting drugs, right? You know, legalize abortion. It's not going to stop the bad people from getting abortions, is it? No, of course not. That's fucking psychotic. No, but the Republicans will stop the women from getting them <laughs> as they take their birth control away, so they can't fucking plan the pregnancies, and then they won't allow them to have yeah. abortions. Ugh. What 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 regulations do is they reduce. That's the thing. Like, if an individual is hell-bent on hurting another individual, they will find whatever means necessary. Everybody knows this. That's just how it works. You know, you, you can't really prevent that unless you have some crazy-ass shit like Minority Report where you can see the future and see when somebody's deciding, oh, I'm going to kill that motherfucker because he's <laughs> sleeping with my wife. You know, but until then... Shit's just going to happen. But as far as these mass shootings, that's where we're trying to, like, squander that. You know, you don't need a suppressor. You don't need an assault rifle. You don't need 
high magazines, uh, high round magazines. You don't need any of that shit. You don't need that to hunt. Is it? You want that because you want your toy and, and you it, want to look badass with your small penis. Oh my God. And isn't it insane that like on the list of bills that the Republicans had on their agenda to bring up in Congress, like re- like here in the next couple months, I think it was on the docket, they had uh, silencers, uh, making silencers legal and uh, yeah. making uh, those bullets that are like armor piercing, which the cops have to love, making those legal as well. Both of those were on the Republicans' docket. And you know they would have passed both of them, I mean, with the majorities yeah. they have. So just think about that. Yeah. And they've, they've shelved them now because of the shooting. But you know, a few months down the road when this is forgotten about, like they all are, and no one's talking about Because, you know, it's too yep. soon to talk about guns now. But then down the road, you know, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> it's past. Time's passed. Now it's too late. Right. They're, they're going to throw it up again. Yeah. An- <laughs> yeah. Another... Uh- caller that was on that NPR show um, was actually a cop that was in California. And he had, he had a kind of good point. Um, he was talking about an, a lot of the cases that he has um, been a part of where the person has used a firearm that they wind up uh, pleading down or something like that. So then they get charged with something else, but the gun-related charge goes away. So then that doesn't stick on their record and they're able to get a gun again. Um, and a lot of those cases, and this is, you know, California, which has a little bit more gun control than, uh, like, let's say Texas. Mm-hmm. The the one caveat to that, that he didn't really specify, and, you know, I can't blame him because he's in California and they don't really have this, but gun shows, you know, the, the gun show loophole, which does exist. I don't yeah. care what what anybody tells you. The gun show loophole is a fucking thing because you just have to show them your ID and you're good to go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like you, there's not much to it at all that you have to do to get a gun at a gun show. Yeah, you're going to pay a little bit more, but you know they, they are not mandated to do background checks. So, Well, I mean, I'll say this. At least when they do polling, the vast majority of Americans want that loophole removed they want background checks you know they want yeah you know assault Even, weapons ban they want you know the, the most people want this it's just you know our representatives that we vote on that are supposed to represent us don't do those things but we keep voting them in yep. so i guess we get what we deserve so yeah oh yeah i don't know i'm just i'm really beaten down and you know it's like i've tried to go more on like us telling you uh, i don't know if it was last time time before we talked and stuff you know i'm trying to change my diet and um now that the woman's about to go back to work and we're going to be more on a, be- a schedule again where i kind of know what's up and stuff i'm going to start because i'm such a lazy fuck i'm going to start trying to do exercise again and stuff get myself back in the habit of forcing myself to do just cardio i ain't pumping no weights man i ain't getting all fucking swole i just want to get where i can fucking <laughs> you know walk upstairs and i'm like god damn put my hands on my hip you know so i gotta get i just want to do that you get, the, you get winded putting on your socks yeah like i can't barely yeah like i gotta fucking like you know, lay on the bed to put my socks on because I'm like fucking so old and out of shape. I can't even bend over and do it. And so it's like, you know, I'm like, oh, I got the baby now. And it's like, I want to live long enough to, you know, see hopefully him getting married and have some children and stuff. And, 
because I am 43, that means I pretty much, which I'm pretty fortunate. I mean, most of my family, they all make it to their like late 70s, 80s and stuff. So I'm feeling like even if I just kind of kept going at the shitty pace I am with my eating choices and how I lay on my ass and do nothing, I probably could push it to the early mid 70s pretty easy <laughs> as long as I just keep my basic checkups and stock. But it's like I figure if I want to see, you know, him get to that point, I'm probably going to have to make late 70s, you know, early 80s. So I'm like, I got to start taking better care of myself. And then it's like I tell my wife, I'm like, I don't know what the point is because everything just keeps getting shittier and shittier. I go, it probably won't be of my own devices that take me out anyway at this point, the way things are going. So I was like, God damn it, man. I don't know. I almost told her, I was like, God damn, I'm almost ready. Just say, fuck it. Let's pack up the kids and move to Australia now. I'm like, at least there, I don't have to worry about being shot to death, you know, as I mean, granted, it's not like there's no shootings there. My chances are going to go down quite a bit. I've looked at the statistics. Yeah, way down compared to here. So, I mean, there's at least that. And plus, I'm not saying that their government system is top-notch and everything, but they're definitely more progressive than we are. And like I said, I think ours is pretty much failed because even i keep saying this i've heard so many people say this i mean i know we've talked about it. it's like oh well you know four years we get trump out of there and everything will kind of normalize it's like it'll never be the same it's never going to be the same dude so you guys it's, that's a wish that's wishful fucking thinking you could keep thinking that all you want but you know and that's even thinking like okay he's going to be out in four years is he <laughs> i mean let's be honest is he mm. I mean, I don't know if I trust America even after, at, you know, up until this point, all the shit he's done and everything. Because he's still the Republican candidate, that which means Republicans are going to vote for him no matter what. It doesn't matter what he fucking does. They're still going to vote for that guy. That's how he won this time. Yep. You know? So, but I almost like, why am I even doing this? <laughs> why am I? I should just be stuff in my face with fucking fried chicken and pizza just saying fuck it good luck kids <laughs> you know i'm just gonna live <laughs> it up while enjoy I can. every moment while you have it yeah oh. <laughs> telling you man like we went uh so for anybody who may be interested even though we've only had a handful of people buy them you can go on uh redbubble.com type in intellectual savers you could buy a shirt with our fantastic logo on it and i actually have one of my own and i uh we went to this vegan restaurant today in, in uh, fort worth and stuff the wife she's like uh, she says i've been in this place before she goes i'll take you to it because i'm trying to be pretty diehard about this although i'm not gonna lie man like i said i'm my goal is to be like really committed by after the year but i've started like I think in the past, since Labor Day, I think I've only had, I mean, now granted, I'm still eating some fish and some seafood and stuff, but I've had red meat like one time. Um, I've had chicken yeah. maybe like two or three times in the past month and a half. So I'm doing pretty good. Um, cutting out the milk and eggs has been a little hard because I'm trying to, like, we still got, you know, shit we're trying to get rid of and processed foods and stuff and everything's got fucking milk and eggs in it anytime you buy anything processed you look on the ingredients and at the very end it'll say contains milk eggs you know fucking whatever else you know gluten for the fucking weirdos that have gluten allergies and uh 
So it's like, it's been difficult, but, it, you know, I'm trying to do it. We went and did that thing today, and I wore my fucking intellectual saving shirt. I was trying to get prepped for the show because I haven't done it in a while. So I'm getting <laughs> myself ready. <laughs> Even though I did, I told Eric before we started, I said, I don't have any topics. I said, we're just going to shoot from the hip because we haven't done this in a while. We'll just fucking do whatever we want because that's what we do. That's why this show is so high quality. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yep, so I had so it's my made it successful, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I had like a, one of the, some guy that was at the, the place was like, hey man, he goes, what's your shirt? And I said, uh, I said, oh, intellectual savior, like, oh, it's a podcast. He's like, oh, he goes, dude, I love podcasts. He goes, what's it about? And I was like, um, it's, I go, it's, you know, pretty much like political talk, real liberal and atheist. So if you're not really into that, and he goes, oh man, that's me all the way. <laughs> he goes, he goes, you guys, he goes, you guys on iTunes or he goes, can I find us? I said, yeah, yeah, we're on iTunes. And he goes, oh, check it out, man. I was like, that's cool. So if you're listening, guy at the, uh, I won't say the name of the place because we're not getting paid, but the uh, the one vegan restaurant in Fort Worth, Texas. So anybody can look it up and go find it and make, check it out. Uh, if you're listening, dude, shout out, bro. High five. <laughs> so. Yeah. Sorry we disappointed you royally. <laughs> what? Oh yeah! If you haven't already shot yourself, you know yeah. then. Uh, <laughs> nah, man, it's we're off to a good start. What are you talking about? Oh, I want to get even though we're like twenty five minutes into the show or whatever. I do want to give another shout out for the longtime listeners. Everybody knows Boggs, and we still make jokes about him every once in a while. Bring him up just because it's fun. It's like one of those inside things we just throw him out there for the the four or five people who have listened to us forever. So yeah. I know Boggs doesn't listen to the show anymore because he's too busy um, fucking doing stuff, but he just got engaged. So even sure though, did. so if anybody on here listens to us and you guys ever followed Boggs in the past or whatever, I know some, he Facebook friended some people and this and that. If you probably already saw it, if not, you know, give him a little shout out stuff. Good luck. Good luck with all that. Don't do it, Boggs. Yep. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You remarried twice. I, I'm just or no once. I'm just messing around. Our buddy Brad, who was on the show for his Boggs replacement for a short couple month stint, uh, Brad's Brad looks like he might be heading down the same road. I don't know about that motherfucker, but he just put out. Oh a, yeah, quickly, very yeah. quickly. Might I might add. He just put out an album. I'll give him a shout out to so anybody listening and stuff. I'll, I'll put the link on our Twitter as well. I haven't been too, as active on Twitter uh, since baby came, since we haven't been doing the show. But is it out, out, or is it? I know you got the CDs. He's got uh, a yeah. release parties coming up for it here in just That's a right. couple weeks. Yeah. But I'll put links and stuff. So I think he's got it on. Fuck me, I can't remember what the listening service is. <laughs> oh my god, I just had a fucking brain fart. Um, I know you had one song on uh, Spotify. Spotify, there you go. Thank you, Eric. Uh, yeah, he's got like off the off the new album. Yeah, he, I think he's got one or two. He's got. A, I think he might have a couple tracks on Spotify. It's uh, just on Brad. Spotify. Well, he's got a whole like kind of his back catalog. Mm-hmm. He's got that on Spotify. Yeah, and then he had. Uh, well, last time I checked, he had one song which was titled "Evelyn," the name of his daughter. Yep. So if anybody wants to check that out, uh, you can look him up. Uh, you can probably just Google it, too, if, you do, if you're having problems. Or Brad Wiley, yeah. W-I-L-E-Y. And the name of the album is going to be Phoenix. And like 
uh, Eric said, at least the one track that I definitely know of that's on there now is called Evelyn. So if you guys want to check that out, you can leave a couple comments for Brad. Whenever it gets on iTunes, he'll put it out there too. You can leave some shitty comments or something. Just get yeah. all, one star it. Tell him his. Tell him to grow a pair and do some death metal. Yeah. What is this pussy shit? <laughs> but tell him this is no white turtle. This is fucking <laughs> fucking gay. So anyway, so shouts to those boys. And uh, I think. Yep. yep. Congrats on both engagement Brad, and album. Yeah, and Brad, like I said, Brad's doing like a little release type party thing here in a couple weeks, and I, the the wife told me I should go, and I was like, yeah, I probably should go see the see him. I've, I've only seen him like once in the past couple months, and that that was yeah. If I was down there, I'd totally go. As I say, and that was right around the time you were here, because did you? We didn't see him. Did, yeah, we went and saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, and then did. me and him went and hung out yeah. when we went and saw Boggs. So I've hung out with him only a couple times here in the last few months. So Yeah, yeah I need we to went go to uh, World of Beer in Arlington, and then he confessed that he was high in front of an Arlington police officer. Yeah. <laughs> so Brad's yeah, Brad's doing the acoustic one-man show, if we didn't mention this. And we're with our he buddy, Hector, who's a cop off there. Off-duty. Off-duty uh, <laughs> police officer. And in between the set, he walked down and said hi to us and stuff. He's like, yeah, man. He goes, I'm kind of off tonight. He goes, man, I'm just... He goes, I shouldn't have got so fucking high before the show. <laughs> we're like, hey, meet, meet our buddy Hector. He's a police officer. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so that's that's our buddy Brad for us. But, uh, but yeah, when it can, whenever, yeah, whenever it gets up and stuff, and maybe I'll get some sound or something I'll do. Maybe I could do an interview with him and put <laughs> We can interview him about his album <laughs> just for fun. I'll fuck with him real hard. Maybe put something on the show. But uh, expect that in a couple weeks. Fun times with Brad again. Um, but, yeah, so everybody seems to be doing pretty good. I'm, like I said, I'm trying to get my shit together with the baby and trying to fucking make our way through the world with Trump as president still and see how everything goes. Hey, but at least it didn't destroy healthcare, so that was one positive while while we're out. That that took a uh, shit. They, they tried again, but they didn't have the votes, so Yeah, so now all they're doing is just trying to defund it and you know, shorten the time people can sign up and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, pretty to pretty just, much ensuring that it fails. So then they go like, "You see, we told you it was a piece of shit." <laughs> it's like, well, you defunded it. You're not giving rebates back to the uh, insurance companies, and like you said, shortening the uh, times in which you can sign up. Like, yeah, of course it's going to be a piece of shit. But you know what? The average you're intentionally making it a piece of shit. The average person on the street, you can tell them that all day long, and they're going to be like, "Yeah, but it's not working." Yeah, but this is why it's not working. Well, I don't care about that. It's just, it, but Obamacare's failing. It doesn't work. But it's because that, ah, oh, fuck it, I quit. I should have a, yeah, I should have an AR-15 to protect my family from the government. You better not fucking nil when that anthem comes on, you son of a bitch. You better live by the Constitution. Second yeah. Amendment rights. Yeah, that's the other one that I find funny is that they're like, oh, well, is it, you're all hyped up on the First Amendment and blah, blah, blah. You follow that to a T. It's like, well, there's still some things you can't say. You do realize that, you dumb fuck. Like, you, oh, really? Like what, Eric? Tell me. Imp- you can't implicitly threaten somebody. Oh, okay. That's against the law. I was hoping you'd go somewhere so else with that. There, there is not like whole, uh, all-encompassing free speech where you can say anything you fucking want. 
You can't. There are restrictions. You cannot threaten somebody. So, yeah, I mean that kind of brings it hollow. We yeah. yeah, hate speech. We have restrictions on things because we realize that it's dangerous. It's like yelling fire in a movie theater. You can't. Do, it's like it's common sense stuff. I think for most people, yep. but yeah. So this th- is there American. is not total free speech. Just like there shouldn't be total legality of guns. It's fucking stupid. It's asinine. It's moronic. Oh my god! So, what other disaster should we talk about? <laughs> the gun thing is like it. Like I said, it's almost it's almost like Trump. It's like it's never ending. Yeah, it's just it's like, like a broken record every time. Uh, a guy killed a bunch of people. Uh, okay, let's move on. Next topic. You know that's. Yeah, I mean it's. I don't, I'm just at the point to where if I'm in an argument with somebody and they start talking about oh, you know the same old cliche NRA arguments. I just want to go, well, you realize that the blood is on your hands. You're feeding that fire. Yeah. Like, I'm the one trying to stop it. You don't give a shit. Blood's on your hands. You're just as guilty in my eyes as the guy who actually did it. I'm going to be the guy in the show now that I'm going to start being just a little bit more shitty than I used to and not be apologetic about it. Like, I was, um, this is the real last thing I want to say about the gun thing. I'm fucking done with it, but. I'm sure you probably saw this. There's a, like, high up, man. I think she's like vice president of something at CBS. And she made comments about the people who got shot. She didn't feel any empathy for them because it's a country and western, like, concert. And let's be honest, and this is true, most people who are big-time country fans and stuff are conservative and most hardcore country conservative types usually are the ones who really do love their guns and hunting and shooting and stuff. And she made a comment. She goes, probably most of the people in there are Republican and are gun toters anyway and support the NRA and everything. She goes, so I don't feel sorry for them at all. <laughs> and she, of course, she got fired, which she should have because you can't fucking say that. That's like like we're saying. There's certain yeah. things you can't fucking say, <laughs> you know. And But I'm thinking to myself... um, you know what's sad? Like, she got fired for a few days after it happened, and I was like, man, you know what? After I heard about the shooting and stuff, I kind of thought the same fucking thing in my head <laughs> that she said. And I was like, I know that's a bad thing, but I, I wouldn't be dumb enough to say yeah. it, even though I'm saying it now. I'm saying if I had a job like that and, you know, I wouldn't fucking come out and say that or put it... Put, and she was a little bit more shitty about it <laughs> in her post, but I'm like... I'm kind of that point now. It's like you said, it's not on my hands. I've said a million times, this is bullshit. This is, it needs to be fixed. This is coming from someone, like I said, whose father was military, owned a bunch of guns. We used to go hunting. He drew, you know, drug my ass hunting with him a few times. I grew up around guns. Yeah. I was in the military too. It's like, I don't, it's, but I understand that there are, like I said, hunting, you know, maybe having a handgun for protection if you're properly trained, proper, properly licensed, understood, whatever. I don't love it, but, you know, it's what it is. But if you have a domestic violence background or you have a history of being in prisons and stuff, or if you have mental illnesses, which, you know, Obama had those restrictions on people with mental illnesses getting guns and the Republicans got rid of that. So don't forget that, people, like when that... 
well, congressman just came back and everybody stood and applauded and we came in after he survived his fucking gun attack. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. He probably should have fucking died because he's one of those who voted for people to be able to have these types of weapons and extended magazines and doesn't give a shit about background checks. He's in the NRA pocket. And, you know, it's like all the fucking things he voted to let mentally ill people have weapons or to let people who can't even get on a plane because they're on the no fly list obtain a fucking gun. Does that make any sense? So, yeah, when bad stuff happens to people who support that, you kind of do it to yourself, you know. An innocent child, I feel bad for. An adult who votes that way and fucking writes sh- shitty posts on their Facebook and says all this and that and makes ridiculous arguments they do. When something happens bad to them or their family, you know what? The blood is on their hands. It's kind of their fucking fault, you know? So, I don't know if, if you think that's wrong or not, so be it. I don't fucking care. That's how I feel. So I don't know how widespread it was amongst the people that were there when it happened but i do remember it was a, like a day after and then the next day after they were talking about it on npr and they had people that were there and they kind of went over like you know what their stance on gun control was and stuff and there were a lot of people that were like yeah i was all for it but they're like now i'm kind of thinking that you know we need a little bit more restrictions mm-hmm. it's like yeah no shit that's what we've been fucking saying it's it's just it's the typical mentality you know the oh i'm i'm anti-gay until my daughter is a lesbian mm-hmm. you know <laughs> I'm, I'm anti-abortion until i impregnate my mistress it's uh, like you know <laughs> yep. until it actually until it actually affects them they don't change their mind they don't really they don't take into the account like statistics facts exactly what's happened like nothing i mean we've seen a shitload of fucking mass murders (laughs) you know gunmen in the united states in the past decade than we've ever seen it's fucking crazy how often it's happening and how much the death count is racking up it's fucking ludicrous and even still, like, all the restrictions that you were talking about, even then, they probably wouldn't have prevented this because this guy had a clean record. You know, are you going to give a mental health check to every time he buys a gun? Yeah, but I, if you... You know, that that seems a little intensive. What I'm saying is, you know, he, he shouldn't have had that many guns at all. Yeah, but I mean, I'm you saying know. if you if we did a ban on semi-automatic assaults type weapons, that oh, was... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know Without what I'm saying? Without a doubt, yeah. That, that's and a, the bump that's stocks a huge and one. what have yeah. you. But he still had a fuck ton of guns, more than anybody needs. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs that. Well, evidently he needed them. <laughs> he he had a purpose for him. Yeah. God, man, it's still incredible. Like I remember, like when it happened that night, because the baby gets up at least once during the night, you know, and we have to, you know, just feed him real quick or something, pat him, he'll go back to sleep, but he. Always wakes up at least once in all night. And, you know, like I remember, um, and my wife got up to feed him and stuff, getting back to bed, and she kind of said something to her. She goes, Did you see this thing on uh, Vegas, Las Vegas? And I'm like, Nah. She goes, This shooting. And I'm just like, Nah, I, said, I don't care. <laughs> I went back to sleep. I didn't really realize the gravity until the next day, you know. And yeah. I saw a thing. I was like, Holy shit. When I saw the numbers, you know, like 
at the time, I don't know how many they were saying were dead at that point, you know, if they'd even hit 50 yet and like 500 wounded and shit. I'm like, God damn. And this is how fucked up I am. As soon as I heard about that, the first thing I did was go to like InfoWars and stuff because I wanted to listen to Alex Jones because I wanted to hear how he was going to turn this into a government conspiracy to take away our guts. And immediately, dude. Oh, it, it's like, it happened pretty immediately. Yep. Uh, it's just like immediately, you know, he's part of like, you know, Obama and everybody else, you know, of course is in on this, setting this up. And it was multiple people doing the shooting. It wasn't just him and you know, all this shit. I'm like, God damn, dude. And like, if you go on YouTube or something, you'll find already like thousand goddamn conspiracy videos that people have put up. Like if you look at this video, you could see shots coming from the third floor as well and blah, blah, blah and all this shit. And it's just like, Oh Christ, it's never ending. I love, I love the conspiratorial types. They're all so fucking great. (laughs) But if you guys want something to do to waste some time, I just go check that out. It's uh, some of it's very entertaining. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I saw the one where it was coming. The gunshots were coming from a lower floor, mm-hmm. not whatever they were saying it was. Yeah, and then how you you couldn't smash those windows open even with guns. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> that was <laughs> um, that was my favorite one. That was another the one, one that I saw. Good. Oh, I was just say that was my favorite one where they kept saying like, yeah, they were showing like they were shooting from a different story, and they're like, but. Those windows were intact. How did they shoot out of the thing when it's the windows weren't? Yeah, uh, they, they went in and replaced those windows. Oh, is that what they did? They replaced them immediately or, before or no, it was, get pictures? Yeah. Or no, <laughs> it was a sniper belaying from the rooftop shooting outside the building. Oh, okay. No, but they had the ones um, that they were supposed to be shooting. Like, they had the video camera. You could see lights flash them from, like, a third or fourth story window, and those were supposed to be gunshots. But the windows weren't broken, so there's no way that they yeah because that makes sense, right? <laughs> um, yeah, another one that I I don't know where the photo came from, but it showed a photo of what was allegedly the dude, like you know, with his fucking head shot and shit and blood coming out of his mouth, and then the photo that was circulating with him, like with his eyes closed in the shot glass, uh-huh. and like. It's hard to discern, but like around his neck, it looks like a number 13 tattoo because I guess he was in MS-13 or something. Oh, yeah, I heard (laughs) something like that. And then in the photo, like there's no 13 tattoo. And it's like, well, it's hard to even discern that there's anything on his neck. Because like, are you sure that wasn't just like a, you know, photographic glitch or something like you know, unless you're actually a part of the investigation, how do you fucking know all this? <laughs> and where did that photo come from exactly? Like it's fake I, news, man. I don't know. It's all That's, fake news. But yeah, I I was waiting for it. Like I didn't hear about it the first day, and then the second day I caught wind of something like the conspiratorial shit, and I was like, oh, here it fucking comes again. <laughs> See, sure like enough. They like kept said, coming. I was like, "Will you fuckers stop? <laughs> Fucking stop! It's just—it's totally disrespectful to everybody who was impacted by that. It's fucking ridiculous. 
you weren't the any somebody even put like it was one of them was a facebook post i think it was the one where they were talking about the you know they were shooting from a lower level or whatever Mm -hmm. because somehow that makes a fucking difference that they were shooting from a different level (laughs) no no the point Um, was that there's multiple shooters and there's other people shooting oh that's that's what they're no no no. see this one wasn't this was like you can see the muzzle flashes coming from this not from over here like they oh, were doing okay. commentary over the video saying that oh, it was okay. one shooter but it was at a different level yeah i get it so the third um, the guy in the 30 second that was just for show to pull people off yeah it was a pawn oh, he was okay. a patsy oh, okay, um, okay he was set up you know why would somebody with a clean record who's white and 64 go on a fucking rampage with all of his guns <laughs> you know what <laughs> it that, just it, don't it make is, sense man that is odd but then again it's like I think you could say that about a lot of people. I mean, a lot of these people. That's you know. It's that's like, what I've tried. I I got into an argument with somebody at work, and they were talking about oh, well, law-abiding citizens. I was like, look, all these motherfuckers are law-abiding citizens until they decide to start killing people. Yeah, no shit. All of them, you dumb shit. All of them. Like anybody can snap. Anybody can fucking go ham. That's. Unfortunately, that's just reality. And that's the you thing that's scary. put somebody in certain scenarios, you push them hard enough, they will fucking crack. Yeah, I mean, that's, like I said, that's what worries me, you know, it's because, and then you know it's going to happen, it happens every time there's a mass shooting because the next day people are like, dude, we've got to do something about these guns, and then everybody fucking runs out and starts buying guns the next day, all the freaks yeah. that already have 50, they need more before the government takes but, it away. But back to that Facebook post, there was somebody, because I was reading the comments and people just being fucking stupid, being like, oh man, this proves it's a conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> One woman went fucking crazy. I don't know if it was true or not, but she was just like, look, I was fucking there. Mm-hmm. I know where those were coming from. It was like, you guys need to stop this bullshit because you weren't there. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. And all this is doing is hurting the investigation and what actually needs to be done and just the psyche of the general public. Cause you know, when you get these little conspiratorial fucking dumb shits out there, it leads those seeds of doubt in the people that are fucking morons. (laughs) So then they completely dismiss all the facts that are actually facts. Yeah. I mean, I know I, I, I said, I just kind of like, I heard that fucking broad say that from CBS. I'm like, yeah, I kind of thought the same thing, but you, know, I, you still feel, I mean, it's like not all those people are awful. I mean, granted, most people are pretty terrible. So I'm sure some of those people got shot were pretty terrible, but you know, there's definitely people, I mean, you know, they got children and wives and daughters and you know, it's, it's sad, but like I said, it's still not enough. It never registers. If you know, 20 plus children, first graders, being slaughtered didn't change thing nothing's ever going to so yep yeah what are you gonna do what are you gonna do man maybe i should go and buy me an ak-47 for when the (laughs) when the you know for when the government takes over or fucking the white power fuckers oh i can't remember man i heard on the radio here like this just this past week or something like that richard spencer that neo-nazi guy and uh, I think that Milo guy, I can't fucking ever pronounce his last name, that Yippinopolis or whatever it is. You know? Yippinopolis. 
I think those two assholes. Yep, I know it was Richard Spencer. I think the Milo guy was with him. They went to some karaoke bar. They had like some Trump rally in like North Dallas and went to some karaoke bar over there and asked if they could do an acapella song. Got them started doing like God Bless America and they were all fucking doing the Nazi salute and shit. And the bar kicked what them out. What the hell? And uh, I'm isn't like. My, that's, isn't Milo's like lover a black dude? Yeah, he's gay too. Am I crazy? Yeah, he's yeah he's. But gay no, I, I isn't he his... used to date a black dude? Yeah. I don't know if he still does, but. Okay. Maybe you yeah. know. What? Maybe the maybe the black guy did him wrong, so now he he turns. Turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, now he thinks we need to be a pure race. Yeah. Well, he can't spread seed anyway. It doesn't work like that, Eric. With two men, I'm, I don't know if you know that or not. So really, he can't. He can't really do anything to the race. He can't hurt the purity by sleeping with black I don't know. guys. I feel like he, I feel like he would be like the uh, the black clan member on the Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah, you no know? shit. And he's so committed to the cause that he divorces his wife because she was a black lover. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking great. Still great. <laughs> Dave Chappelle still still greatness, man. I, I miss the good old days back when me and you had the house together and we'd fucking right. sit and watch a Pell show and get drunk. It's always always good entertainment, man. <laughs> Come over with your ching chong chang. I can't understand you. <laughs> Go back to your country. White power. Fucking love it. <laughs> I do that to my <laughs> wife. I do that to my wife every once in a while. She starts fucking going off. God damn it. <laughs> she just fucking... <laughs> so it- I, shakes her head she's just like whatever do you want to talk about our uh our our president hooking paper towels at uh poor latinos yeah sure let's finish off with some fucking hey what's our (laughs) president been up to for the last month and a half what uh what were you when i saw the headline i was like what when I saw the headline, it's like, Trump throws paper towels at Puerto Ricans. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that headline, but it's funny shit. <laughs> and I go to the, I, yeah, I go to the fucking video, and he's just sitting there just like, like he's raining threes at an NBA game. <laughs> like, just chunking paper towels in hey. into the fucking crowd. Like, he's some fucking hero. I gotta say, dude, he did have pretty good form, though. I mean, he he was he had the follow through and everything, so you gotta give dude, him that. What an asshole! <laughs> Especially after all the remarks and the fact that the federal government has been so lackluster there, and how he implied that Puerto Rico was gonna have to pay us back for the relief efforts. <laughs> yeah. because this wasn't a real disaster like Katrina <laughs> just because the body count wasn't so fucking high. I did love that. It's like, what? I I can't believe the shit that comes out of his mouth and just people fucking don't get it. Um, Yeah, there's nothing that he ever says that I'm ever really shocked by. I mean, I just... So... If you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, you'll hear a saying where people think that people that have never worked in the restaurant industry should work in the restaurant industry for like a month just Mm -hmm. to get an idea of how shitty it is to work in the restaurant industry. (laughs) 
I think we need to do that to Trump voters. You think so? Yeah, I think we need to give them like the the people that they hate and the people that they uh, apparently just don't give a shit about. Put them in the stressful situations that they get put into. So put them on an island where they have no power. Uh, their property's destroyed. The infrastructure's gone. And they're struggling. And let them just live for a month. And just see what happens. Just see how they feel about that. You know, he's got a lot of voters like that already. They're called those fuckers up in Appalachia and stuff. <laughs> they live in similar conditions, I think. Okay, that's uh, that's I don't think they. Ha- I don't think they're in the same conditions as what Puerto Rico's going through right now. Uh, it, uh, I kid the people of Appalachia, and you're right. It's it's not the same. <laughs> but but yeah, there well. are definitely those rural voters that voted him in that fucking have very shitty living conditions. You know, where their town's ridden by fucking opioids and shit like that. Um. But they're they're just too stupid. They don't see it. So it's I I don't fucking understand it, man. Well, that's because they looked at Puerto Rico and they're like, ah, fuck those Mexican, those island Mexicans. <laughs> you know, that's what they thought. <laughs> they're like, those they ain't real Americans. They did. I I saw something on this where they like um, asked people, and of course the majority of people they asked. Now we're talking like they did the breakdown. You know, Trump supporters. The vast majority of them didn't realize that Puerto Rico was an American territory right off the bat. Yeah. You can go there without a passport. And they asked people, okay, before they knew it, like they asked them, like, do you think that, you know, we should be sending more support or blah, 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 whatever the fuck it is. And like, you know, like a quarter of the people said, you know, we should be doing more for Puerto Rico. And then as soon as they're like, well, you know that they're an American territory and those are American citizens, then like three-fourths of them are like, oh, yeah, we should be doing more. We should be doing more. <laughs> it's like um, some dark-skinned islanders, eh, they're Americans, though. Eh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I guess I have to say yes then. Because, you know, I love the Constitution the flag. In my AK forty seven, that's going to help me take down the government. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and send those fuckers some water. Why not? Fucking assets. Hey, but you got to give. I Trump was kind of. I give him this much only on one thing because when it first happened, they were complaining about stuff not happening quick enough there, and I'm like, it is a little bit different logistically. It's not like fucking. He was right when he's like, it's not like Texas or Florida. It's like, yeah, dude. I mean, you got to. Honestly, it is more of a logistical nightmare to get people and goods there and stuff. Now, granted, he's, they fucked it up and this and that. But I loved when he's given that. Like, I'm on board with him. Like, yeah, you're making sense, dude. You're right. You know, we well, catch a little slack. Uh, but then he goes, he goes, because you have to understand Puerto Rico's an island in the middle of water. Big water. <laughs> Big ocean water. <laughs> and then God I just fucking it. lost my shit when he said that. I was like, this is it. I love this fucking guy. I am voting for him next time. It's like, it's, no. No, you can get the shit there if you mobilized it quick enough. But you didn't. You sat on ass. Oh, I instead, kn- you decided to start talking about how that <laughs> son of a bitch should be fired for taking a knee. Yeah. Well, you can't fire a guy that doesn't have a, a job. So, since yeah. they won't, since no one will hire I, I, I think he's just making a general statement on NFL know, players, not just Kaepernick. I know, Eric. I know. 
hey, man, it, he did one thing. He mobilized the NFL. Pretty much everybody fucking knelt the next week to protest right. him. <laughs> yeah. So I did fucking, I did love that, but. Yeah, and here, this, this is what, show, this is a perfect example of how stupid they are, and they just, they don't fucking get it. They don't understand it. So Mike Pence was at a game today. Um, I can't remember which game it was, but players knelt, uh-huh. you know, and then he left after the national anthem. Whoa. Uh, wow. Citing something about how, you know, he's he's not going to sit there and watch people that disrespected our flag or some oh shit like that. Oh, God. And it's like, well, you're exactly the problem because what they're trying to do is they're trying to engage a conversation mm-hmm. about inequality in America and you know cops treating blacks unfairly they're trying to start a conversation and you just leave the conversation because you're a dumb fuck and you don't even understand the symbolism of kneeling during the national anthem like they're not saying fuck America if they were doing that they'd stick up their middle fingers mm-hmm. what they're saying is America's hurting we are hurting as Americans, as black Americans, because we don't feel like we are protected by the people that are hired to protect us. Well, I engage I, in the conversation and then you might have a leg to stand on. I, I Sit I there have, and just shun them because you're a fucking idiot. Fuck you. I give it to Republicans because they always find a way to turn shit around like they make it into something else like this one they spun it to they're disrespecting america and you know and constitution and the north you know it's like that's not it it's like you said it's not it at all but trump gets out there and says that other republicans get out there and say that and then they it goes from mean the meaning has you know all like you said and it can mean different things to other people i know i've heard different players suggest different things like you know it'd be the cops or just discrimination within you know the workplace now with kaepernick you know being blackballed kind of before uh for speaking out rights issues i mean it could take on different means to different people it could stand for a lot of different things at this point but it is drawing attention to you know discriminatory practices and inequality but then republicans don't want to talk about that because we know that the conservative party wants more discrimination and more inequality whether it be financial amongst just the regular folk like us and the rich or whether it be uh, you know cops being able to fucking get away with whatever the hell they want when it comes to certain citizens of this country or building walls to keep other people out of this country i mean that's that's the republican party mantra and their platform so they can't have that being a negative message out there getting hammered on TV every Sunday during the most popular fucking sport in America that, you know, 50 million people tune in to watch. So they have to take it and say, they hate America and everything America stands for. They're shitting on the troops. They hate the fucking troops. And they turned it into that bullshit, which like this, I always go back to this and not the two more, but it's like as someone who's been in the military and I have a lot of ex-military friends I still chit chat with. Be like Facebook and stuff like that. We keep in contact because they're all over the fucking country. Uh, many of them are on. They're on the sides of the players. We're like, no, they're doing what we go in the military for. You know, people fight and give their lives and stuff for freedom, so to speak. Which I kind of hate that saying. Oh, we're fighting for freedom. 
we have freedoms over here. We're not fighting for freedoms really most of the time. It's we're fighting because uh, some fucking companies need more money to build more bullshit tanks and stuff so they can make more billions off of government contracts. But yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, they try and spin it and turn it into this anti-America shit, and then that's what turns the dumb fucks who voted for Trump and even some of these middle of the road idiots and they're like yeah they don't fucking love america they hate our troops boo boo the fucking nfl you know and then they did this boycott the nfl and shit's like yeah good luck with that (laughs) you know well yeah let's see you take down the nfl motherfuckers but they're smart Uh, pence's exact quote was uh i don't think it's too much to ask nfl players to respect the flag international anthem that Mm -hmm. was his quote after leaving the uh niners colts game today okay well, that's his opinion, and he's allowed to have it. You know why? Well, freedom of speech, bitch. <laughs> Which is exactly yes, what those players are I doing. Totally understand that, but again, like your vice president, you should be the one that's engaging the conversation, that's saying, "Hey, well, why are they kneeling?" You know, <laughs> like why exactly are they kneeling? Oh, that's why you're kneeling. Oh, well, let's come to the table. Let's figure something out. Let's sort this through. Because it's clearly something that's bothering people. But instead, it's just like, eh, I'm not going to deal with these with these black people disrespecting our flag and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it's some, always wiping their ass on the flag. <laughs> I liked some, uh, uh, something that I saw where uh, somebody was like, yeah, I said I'm in favor of more uh, gun control. What you heard as a Republican was I want to take your guns away and melt them down into a statue of a kneeling NFL football player. (laughs) 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 Fucking great. Like of Colin Kaepernick. It's just big like hundred foot statue of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Put it right behind the it's it's the statue fucking asinine. It's crazy. It's like come on, we're we're trying to get shit done to where people can't go into a Vegas hotel and mow down a whole bunch of fucking people. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make it to where a black guy can get pulled over and not be worried that he's going to get shot. Like that's not that terrible to ask for, but they get so emotional and crazy about the government that they're afraid is going to. Uh, become tyrannical and come after them. <laughs> but you need to respect our flag and our anthem and stuff, you know, because yeah. somehow that all interweaves together in some weird magical thing of a mm-hmm. uh, bald eagle carrying an American flag while shooting AKs from its wings. I don't know. Yeah, with a bi- with a Bible and its other talon. Yeah, with, with a... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> No, it's actually shouting Bible verses <laughs> as it as it flies overhead. It's doing that fucking verse that Samuel L. Jackson does in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. And you will know I am the Lord <laughs> when I lay my hands upon thee. God damn it. That is, uh, that is what the symbol of our country should be right there. Oh, well. <sighs> Yeah, it's been it's been fun, man. Like I said, I since um since baby came, man, I 
have been kind of tuned out on the news a little bit. I Usually I kind of stay up with it, you know. I mean, like I said, I'll kind of fan through Twitter during the day or um, maybe I'll flip on the cable news for a little bit at night or something just to kind of hear the headlines or something. But I've been trying to avoid it a little bit because I'm just so, I don't know, I'm just kind of beaten by it all. I just, I feel like the country is, we hit our fucking peak and... Not that our peak was really great. Like, I think we should have been so much better. This should have been such a better country. It's like I always say to my wife, I'm like, we're like basically the new country. We had all the resources, all the money. We had all the immigrants come over. The best people want to come here. Um, Best and the brightest, you know, smartest people. We invent everything. We do everything first. You know, we have all the potential. Like, this should have been, you know, like just this great land everybody's got these fucking nice efficient homes with solar panels on them we're all driving electric fucking cars we got high speed rail to every major fucking city you know gay marriage is legal medicinal marijuana at the very least is legal you know we don't have all these fucking guns and all this other shit it's like it should be not like a utopia but we should be so much further ahead as a just a just a, a straight nice progressive you know nation that's you know, but fucking just, I don't know where we veered off so wrong so many times and all these fucking wars and the, the conservatism and the, the fucking, the, the greed and the money with the banks and the Wall Street. And it's just like, yeah, fuck it. It's like, like I said, I, all I want to do is I want to get through the next few years, get my kid through school. And then I want to find a nice place I can retire. Take my little bit of money I got and go live somewhere. Hell, man, I told my woman, I said, we'll go live in a fucking mud hut in Laos, man. I don't give a shit. Just kind of get away from everything and just, if we make it that far. But, uh, yeah, I just, I got to start paying attention to stuff because I know we need to start doing the show and kind of get back into the groove of things again. And um, I want to start being a little bit more into it because the last... Like I said, the last few shows they were doing, um, it's been tough, you know. I'll apologize if people listen, not just for taking time off, because fuck you guys, we got to take breaks, man. Um, <laughs> but, you know, because, I mean, since, like, you moved up there and everything, we're doing the Skype, it's, sometimes it's hard, because it's not as much fun. Like, it was more fun back in the day, like, I go hang out over there with you and Boggs or something, we drink fucking beers, and we make fun of Boggs the whole time, or take shots at each other and talk about bullshit while we're setting up and breaking down and it was like uh just hangout time you know i get out of the house and it's like i missed that 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 was a that was like the best part about it. i mean sometimes it's a pain in the ass to have to fucking get up and drive over to your place and do it i'm like ah oh, fuck i gotta drive with eric's but that was the fun part and like doing on the skype now and stuff it's been such a beating but yeah, and I've taken off. Like you said, it seemed like it was forever. Even though it's been a few weeks, I'm just like... And every week that goes by, I'm almost like, man, I don't even know if we should keep doing this or not. And then I'm like, you know... <laughs> no, because it kind of got to that point where I'm just like, what's the fucking point? You know, I watch like these shootings and the, the hurricane shit and the Trump. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you just watch it's like... That's why I wanted to propose something to you because we're kind of wrapping this up, I guess. We're getting to the end. We've been doing an hour. It's long enough. Nobody gives a fuck. Everybody tunes out after about 15 minutes anyway. So, because I wanted to start doing my other podcast and I was wanting to do it where I would talk about shit that we don't do on this. You know, I'd do like fucking talk about my conspiracy yeah. shit, wrestling, kind of make it fun. But I, I kind of want to take that podcast and I want to continue to do it. 
uh, eventually because I could do that on my own anytime, so it's easier for me to do. But I do want to do like my fucking wrestling podcast. I think I want to do that and stuff and, you know, talk about some other crazy shit. But I think just the life talk, you know, we talk about shit that goes on lives or even conspiracy stuff. stuff. I want to bring it to this show and stuff because I don't want to just talk Trump politics stuff. I, I mean, like, you know, we do a little Game of Thrones. I want to just start fucking talk about whatever we want to talk about. I mean, I definitely want to hit major issue politics and do stuff like that. But I want to kind of expand, just be a little bit more personable, uh, talk about things we like. You'll see a fucking movie. We'll do goddamn movie review or something. I don't give a shit, you know. I want to kind of, you know, make it a little bit lighter. And uh, I do want to try and start doing segments again. Um, maybe get some new try and I'll try and find some new ideas for a couple different segments or something. We could start working some things in. Um, and it'll probably be a little bit more off the cuff ranting. Um, but you know, maybe a little bit more structured, but I, I I'll try and put a little bit more effort in because I felt like I, I really wasn't, you know, we just show up and do it. I mean, I did that this time too, but this is a little bit different show. This is our comeback special. It's like the Elvis 68 comeback special. <laughs> I'm just not wearing fucking right. leather jumpsuit. We're all, yeah, we're all fat and fucking <laughs> strung out. And <laughs> just fucking so beat my life. But, um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to get in better shape. I'm trying to make an effort here so I don't end up fucking laying over a toilet one day. But So that's my goal. I want to try and get this. I want to do a little bit more of that, you know, because um, I think that's a little bit better. I want to be a little bit more relatable and. You know, and I always got shit going on and I, cause I, I just feel like talking the just straight politics and stories and stuff. And I just want to do goofy shit again and stuff too. I liked it a little bit more when we just talked about dumb shit. Like I got one segment in mind already and stuff. I got to wait till I get a couple, um, stories for it. I'm waiting for some new ones and then I'll bust it out on you. I think you'll approve of it. You know, a little fun. Oh segment. yeah. I'm, I'm totally down and I agree. Um, the only thing is that when it comes to like any kind of political or any of that kind of talk, we would kind of need to put a time frame on it. Well, I mean, like I said, if there's a big story, dude, if it takes up a whole we show, tend, it takes up a whole show. But on we the, tend to go on rants. Yeah, <laughs> like that's why I kind of wanted to get it out. Like I know this because this was the biggest shooting, and there's some different things about it. I knew we we're going to talk about it and stuff, and I, I'm fine with it. We, I mean. Like I said, it's kind of pointless, but I think it was, it's one of those things. It's worth throwing out the opinion stuff and telling the people who listen, you know, it's like, look, I'm all in this together. We got to deal with it. But, you know, maybe if you got one fucking person in your family, you can keep kind of just, you know, push it on them. But like, yeah, you, but don't you think it would probably be a good idea if we got rid of this or that? You know, you make it change some minds. Like, uh, at that show the other night, like, I don't know country and stuff very good, uh, but I guess the guy performing was Jason Aldean, and I have heard his name before. He was the one on stage when the shooting started, and I I listened to some interviews, not him per se, but as one of his bandmates or or um, maybe one of the roadies or some one of his techs or something. Uh, one of the main guys in their band though was saying that you know he was a big NRA supporter and this and that. But after that shooting, he said he's completely changed, and yeah. He went through it, and he saw that, and that's what it took to change him. But, you know, maybe there are some people out there. It's even on policies, you know, whether it be like a health care, the way they think. Because 
man, like my mom's an old, she votes Democratic, she voted for Obama and everything, but even her, I got to fucking work with sometimes because she'll be like, well, isn't this Obamacare, this and this, and she'll say shit that's totally wrong. I'm like, no, fucking stop listening to fucking news and listen to the, your goddamn old friends, you know, and I got to set her straight. So you got to have the conversations with people. Sometimes it's beating a dead horse, but you got to interact and you know, throw a little note. Well, you realize that only so many percentage of people, blah, 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 this, that. You got to inform people. I mean, we're idiots too, but we're idiots that actually have a little bit of knowledge, which probably makes us dangerous because um, we actually look into this shit and we, because we care. We actually do give a little bit of a shit, especially me. I've got the children's and stuff, you know, so I do give a fuck. But, uh, you know, like we keep saying, when election time rolls around here pretty soon, the off year elections, got to get out and vote, man. Vote for those local people. You know, you got to start making some changes happen because this country is, uh, it's going downhill. Let's try and fucking tap the brakes, though. Let's not, let's not hit the gas. You know what I'm saying? Let's do our best to try and salvage it. At least until I'm fucking dead, okay? Then you guys could just burn the motherfucker to the ground. I don't care. But... <laughs> All right. That's my, um, that's my that's my ending rant. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. And if uh, we do a show next week, I will have a movie review. Um, and and I'll also have a little segment on why today's music sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that shouldn't be a hard one. <laughs> and and it's not just gonna be a crotchety old man talking about how things were better in the '90s or whatever. I I'm actually going to have factual proof to tell you exactly why music today sucks. Why it, music went downhill after the Elvis 68 comeback special. Since then, it's been on a down button. <laughs> yeah, that that precise moment was when it started going downhill. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end for everything. All right, sounds awesome, yeah. dude. Don't forget about that. I'm going to hold you to it. Uh, no, I won't. Um, anyway, uh, I don't even remember the other podcasts i think one was like some canadian dudes talking about some shit yeah pod blocked or something yeah pod blocked something like that uh and then like some simpsons thing that they did on the side 742 yeah. evergreen terrace and that really is I the mean, only one to promote because everybody else is fucking giving up we're the sole survivors that's true besides pod blocked. Yeah. the the intel intel saviors network is like completely collapsed yeah i'm gonna have to redo i'm gonna have to redo all of our shit again (laughs) you've given up on yours now i take a big break on mine too but i am going to get back into it but i'm going to reinvent it Uh, though because i'm changing it especially if i'm going to be able to do like shit that i like on our show Mm -hmm. kind of stuff then yeah mine there's no hope that mine will ever come back Nah, it might, and I'm just going to warn everybody, I'm going to bring mine back, but it's going to be fucking pretty much all wrestling podcast all the time. So get ready for about a half hour of wrestling talk every week. And so <laughs> I think it's more or less like it's not because I don't give a shit. It's more or less that I have realized that other people don't give a shit. So nobody gives a shit, Eric. Like, nobody gives a shit about yeah. anything. So <laughs> it's like, what, what's, what's the fucking point? So. Yeah, we got to get our listeners back, man, because we 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 lost too many. Like I said, we we gotta we gotta re uh, reinvent a little bit. We gotta show some more passion. Have we and lost? I, gotta actually, I don't know. I guess start lost. promoting. Well, I mean, at our high point, we were probably getting four fifty hits on a show. Now we're back down to about two fifty to three hundred. Yeah, I think it's because people are getting beaten down by Trump, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to listen to it anymore." 
Which is why I say we got to reinvent. We can't just do politics all the time because it's it's killing us. It's killing me. I know that slowly. So, but I feel a little bit recharged. So, we'll get this fucking thing back on track. And uh, yeah, that's it. Follow us on Twitter at the Intel Savers. You know. Yep. That and the the book of faces. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go to iTunes, rate, comment on the show if you haven't done it yet. I think we got like yep. 30 ratings and 20-some comments. Tell us how shitty we are. We appreciate it because the more ratings, it puts us higher up in the um, searches when people look. So it's appreciated. And we, hey, one star is just as good as a five star as long as you rate it. <laughs> yeah. <dip> shits. <laughs> anyway. All righty, folks. Have hey, a good week. Th- thanks for coming back to listen to this bullshit. Go fuck yourselves. Try not to get shot. Thank you.